There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Watford Buzz podcast, where we normally talk exclusively about Watford FC, but we've got something a little bit different today. Um, it's not the normal front three of Matt Marciano, Tom Bedell and myself. Uh, I'm Jordan Wimmer, aka Watford Analytics, and I'll be leading the line on my own this evening or day, morning, whenever you're listening to it. So, yeah, the idea of this is, is going to be a mini opposition preview for our game that's coming up on Saturday versus Birmingham at Vicarage Road. Um, it's going to be a little bit different than our normal format. Obviously, normally we kind of discuss the game and talk about the guys on outside off the pitch and in general we'll talk about Watford but I think today I thought it'd be a good, good idea to look at our upcoming opponent Birmingham City which are a bit of an unknown quantity uh, in some ways um, we played them once obviously this season we came away with the 1-0 victory at St Andrews but this time around it's going to be something a little bit different uh, it's obviously worth mentioning that they've just replaced their manager Arta Karanka was, was sacked last week and replaced by Lee Boyer who obviously Birmingham City legend and is quite warmly welcomed into the club. Um, so I went back and looked at their game, his first game in charge against Reading, uh, which was last night, which was on Tuesday night. Time of recording was last night. And uh, yeah, I wanted to see how he fared and kind of see what we'd be expecting uh, in this new look Birmingham City side. Uh, and he made an instant impact, 2-1 victory over Reading. Um, yeah, it's quite different. Um, the, the pitch is still quite bad is the first thing I noticed. But yeah, no, before I get too far ahead of myself, I kind of go over what I'm trying to talk to you guys about here. I want to discuss kind of what I saw on the pitch and, and you know, how they look defensively, offensively, what kind of things we're going to be expecting, how we might match up against them. And there's also a good opportunity to have a look at Reading too, a team that are kind of in and around the playoff positions and, and fighting for the same kind of spots that we are. So uh, just, yeah, just starting off now. Bear with me, by the way. Obviously, play, talking on my own is something a little bit different. So I'm just trying to find a rhythm here. Um, but yeah, I'll start off with the shape. So instant change here. Boyer went for that 4-4-2 formation, which is something we've seen at Charlton. Um, it, it, it's something that's obviously a robust formation. We've seen it a fair, fair amount, actually, in the last few years of Vicarage Road. It's something we're quite familiar with, but I'd say this is more along the lines of a, a traditional kind of English 4-4-2 rather than that kind of Spanish uh, Spanish version where you have that maybe more narrow midfield and that front to have a little bit more of that offensive responsibility, perhaps. Um, this one is is very direct. Um if we look at some of the numbers here, just in terms of in terms of possession, they last night against uh, Reading they had thirty three percent possession, and when they did have the ball, their park, pass accuracy was fifty eight percent, which which speaks to the amount of long balls they were playing. They played a very high percentage of long balls last night, and it's very very direct. That midfield is often quite 
quite left out um the, the main idea of the system really um from the off right from the very beginning you can see there's a lot of energy and um, a lot of aggression uh, they've got a reasonably athletic squad in that front too of uh Utovic and uh and scott hogan is is quite physical it's got some athleticism in, in hogan particularly and they're able to to put pressure on the opposition defense i thought reading maybe struggled a little bit to kind of get hold of those two, uh, especially from that them early phases of the, of the game, the first half particularly. I thought they were very difficult to control. Um, and, and we saw it quite early on. Uh, Lukas Jukovic scored the first goal. It was a great cross in from the uh, left-hand side, cut inside and crossed in with the right foot. And, and Jukovic was there to, to bully Liam Moore and head that ball home. And the crosses were coming in pretty early. Uh, it wasn't something that was patient build up it was get the ball in, in deep areas even and look to get them into the box pretty fast and I think when you've got that front two that are capable of getting in the box and, and being troubled then you, you can actually get away with doing that and I think together they, they did quite a good job of doing so um, there's a lot of good delivery Halalovic on the, on the right hand side uh, was very very good at cutting into his left foot and getting that ball in it, it's going to be a problem for, for our left back I think Masson has got to have an eye on that it's not going to be easy. Um, he, he's got to be alert. And, and that cut inside is is very clear. Um, as long as he's kind of understanding, that's going to be something that's going to be a regular thing. It's going to be the, the main avenue of, of delivery for Halalovic. Then it's it should be something he can control, but he's, he's good to get onto that left foot. He finds ways of, of making space and, and getting that ball in. And if he can get up advance of the pitch and, and, and get across in, then, you know, it's dangerous. But I think when you're looking at delivering the ball from deeper, it does kind of favour those those deliveries from the from the inside um that that trajectory of the ball and the kind of angle that it creates is quite beneficial to the forwards and especially when you've got two smart forwards as Birmingham do have um so that first goal they scored came from open play which is it's kind of uncommon for for Birmingham they've only scored 16 from open play this season which is third worst in the league so it kind of gives you an idea of where the you know majority of their goals come from. They they try and they try and make you pay from set pieces, and they can be effective there. And, and we saw that again with their second goal. It came from a Harley Dean header, and you know it just shows you got to be switched on in those situations. So when when we're looking at Birmingham as a whole, I think we're gonna we're gonna be facing a team that's really kind of quite direct. And you know we faced a a side not dissimilar in in the sense of how they play in, in Cardiff not too long ago. I thought we dealt with that quite well. Um, the, the inclusion of Trusa Kong and Syriata made a big difference to that. And they were able to be quite combative in there. So I think, we, you know, we've got some positives to take away from that. And there's, there's things we can cling on to. I mean, I think defensively we've been pretty solid. Uh, the likes of, as I said, Syriata and Trusa Kong have been, have been very good in those kind of combative situations. I think we maybe have to keep an eye on Kiko Femenia. Um He's going to have a lot of ball, a lot of balls coming into his his zone. Uh, I think it'll be something they perhaps target. They're not afraid to be direct, not looking to keep possession really at all. Um, so if if they are looking to get there, then he's going to have to have some support, and you'd expect him to to kind of be playing quite high up the pitch for large portions. But you know, it's something it's something we've got to keep an eye on because uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be an easy game at all. Um, I think it's going to be quite tough, and it's going to be quite different from what we've seen already. I think the one benefit benefit we will have is the Vicarage Road pitch. I, I think it does give us the opportunity to to play out a little bit more. Had we had this fixture at St Andrews again, I'd be quite concerned. The pitch was very cut up and, and quite difficult to play out. You could see Reading struggle with that uh, very early on. It was, it was really difficult for them to kind of, you know, impose themselves in the game. Even though Reading aren't necessarily a team, I'd necessarily say uh, that inclined to impose themselves. I thought you could see they, they did struggle to to do so. Um, so yeah, again, energy and aggression, vital for that offensive unit in, in, in Birmingham there. It's really, really important. And I think maybe later stages of the game, they, they start to flag a little bit in that front too weren't quite as effective but you can see that they'll be looking to start from from the first whistle to be very very quick on the ball and try and make you pay early because that's really when they're 
their goals can, can hurt you and where their threat can come from. Uh, in terms of the rest of the pitch, I thought the midfield looked like they were kind of being missed out quite a lot. Um, they, they struggled to get on the ball and really have any impact in possession. Just not their game. Um, they're not looking to do that. They're looking to bypass that midfield. And quite often you saw the ball kind of landed uh, at the feet of Gardner and Harper. They'd, they wouldn't even be looking to take a touch. They'd, you know, it'd bounce, it'd be half bounce just to nick it over the top to, to Utwich and, and Hogan and try and get that ball early down there. And there are some downsides to that too. I think on a few occasions we saw the ball would would, would kind of get forward quite quickly. The transition that ball really fast and, and it would get to that front two and maybe they'd be able to get the ball down and kind of hold on to it. But because their transition is so fast forward, they're not really getting the support. So that front two have to really kind of play within themselves a little bit and, and help each other out because they're quite isolated as a pairing. Um, if, if they can't kind of advance themselves quite gradually up the field and that's one of the downsides when you're playing that, that direct you know style of football it's difficult to to build an attack that, that kind of transitions that ball from defense into midfield and then pushes forward as a unit so you do end up with some some isolation there um they, off the ball they were quite quite quick again to you uh, i noticed that defensively for 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 birmingham as a whole one of the kind of main ideas and something that i'm sure they'll be looking to uh, deploy against us is, is their their press and their traps that they, they kind of try to set um, they don't leave space kind of for no reason too much or they don't press for no reason too much either they do have a, a relatively clear understanding of what they're trying to do it's nothing too complicated a lot of the time it's simply let the let the ball get to the fullback and then apply the pressure uh, try and cover the areas in midfield um, you know cut off the centre backs and try and force that ball long they want to push with that middle and forward line apply that pressure force the ball to their own centre backs in Mark Roberts and Harley Dean who can gamble on winning that ball um, something we really have to avoid I don't want to get caught in that trap from a Watford perspective I think on the right hand side we could we could play out of it I think Kiko's quite comfortable I've always been quite impressed with him in those situations he's not necessarily a fullback I'd I'd like to, to to give time to and you know and hope that he'll play a bad pass or kind of just gamble on a long ball. But I think maybe on the other side, Adam Asner, he's had a bit of a tendency to hit long a little bit too early on occasion. Um, and I do have a few concerns that that's something that that might hurt us a little bit come Saturday if he kind of looks to kind of hit that ball a bit early too quickly and maybe too direct. It's not something that we're kind of perhaps built for. Uh, if we are starting with Jao Pedro in that forward position, it's it's not a it's not a battle we want to be facing really Jao Pedro up against Harley Dean and Mark Roberts is not it's not a good matchup for us in the air but having said that there is space to be exploited um, if you can play out of that press which as I said I think the Vicarage Road pitch gives us the opportunity to do so then you, you can find that space and I think in, in them fallback areas when they do press up and they do try and kind of close those gaps a little bit if you do set your your wingers a little bit deeper and you kind of pull them in some more and make them be a little bit more aggressive than perhaps they want to be in that press and you can play your way out of it then you know, you've got that chance and it creates that one-on-one race from the fullback and maybe the maybe the centre-back has to come across and cover to help out and stop the likes of Ishmael Asar, which obviously it's a question mark as to whether he's playing, but we do have speed and physicality on those wings, regardless of who's playing. We've, we've got options there and I think we have to try and find those positions to, to create those one-on-one situations and isolate some of them burning the defenders because they are taking a few gambles. And ultimately football, you know, it's a game of, especially in the modern day, it's a game of finding those those one-on-one situations for me. I think you need to kind of put your best players up against theirs. And if you, if you can do that and you can find that space, then you, you can hurt the teams. Uh, and Birmingham are definitely one that's susceptible to that. So I, th- I think you look at the likes of Will Hughes, they've got to be able to play in that deeper position. I, I expect them to have a lot of the ball. Uh, if we are trying to play out of it and don't get sucked into that direct trap, I expect him to be on the ball and looking to to pass his way out and and find find spaces and find his teammates, which is obviously a, it's obviously up to our our own midfielders and our own forwards to kind of operate in those those tighter areas and look for that space. We've got to be proactive in there. 
So it does kind of, it's, it's going to ask some questions of us. It's going to be interesting to see how Shishko lines up because you might want that kind of technical ability of someone like Philip Zinkenegel who can drop into those spaces. But we're also in a situation with injuries. He may be kind of forced into that wide position too. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what way we go in this one. Um, so yeah, there's, there is that frailty, I, th- I think, to, to Burn. They could be exposed there. Um, off the ball, if they've got time off the ball, if it's not a kind of quick break or a counter-attack, you do see that back four get very, very narrow. Um, the two fullbacks are tucking in very narrow. That that centre two are quite close together, um, maybe a little bit too close at times. I thought they kind of over narrowed things up a little bit, uh, especially against a team like us that like to play down that wing and, and look for look for space on the right hand side. It could be a lot of opportunity for Kiko Femenia uh, and whoever's in front of him. If it's Ismail Asal, then that's definitely an area we could be looking to hurt them. Um, there's some frailty there for sure. Um, I, I wouldn't be. I would be too confident on the likes of Halilovic being able to get back in, in those positions and still contribute forward for, for 90 minutes or, or so. It's, it's a very difficult task and you have to be an, a real, real athlete to be able to get up and down like that for the for 90 minutes and, and consistently get those deliveries in. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, there's a lot of opportunity kind of to hurt Birmingham, but I, I think it's going to be a tough test. We've played obviously some physical direct teams already. Um, but I think this might be, from what I can see in this previous game for Birmingham against Reading, Obviously, it's Bowyer's first game. You can see there's a real, that real intensity to expect from that new manager appointment. And the players are really kind of playing for him right now. And, uh, you know, it, it's all we, all the stuff we've seen before. It's, it's not uncommon. But if you apply that sort of mentality to that that direct sort of football, it, it can be really difficult. Um, and that kind of leads us to our, our own team selection. What do we do? How do we how do we counteract that? And do you go for the likes of Truce to Kong and, and be a little bit more combative in there, or do you maybe even think about can you play out of it with, with Ben Wilmot? Um, I think based on on what we've seen in recent weeks, it's most likely that he'll go for that that Truce to Kong Serie Alta partnership, which is, is fair. They're going to be playing you know against two strikers that are going to get going to get tight to you, and they're going to try and, and force you off the ball and force you into not getting clear cut clearances and, and misplacing headers and, and those sorts of things. And I feel quite confident in, in those two as, as a centre back pairing. It's more, uh, it's more the fullbacks I think are the concern. Uh, and as I said, whilst Massner is physically able, I think I do, I do worry a little bit about his his use of the ball. Um, so let's kind of move on a little bit now. I want to talk a little bit about about Reading, um, another team that I th- obviously is kind of in and around our position and, and someone that I was quite disappointed by. I've been quite disappointed by them in general when I've seen them. Actually, I think they're very middle of the pack for me. Um, they're not someone that I'm particularly concerned about. They're just a decent team. And I was speaking on a clubhouse last night with a Brentford fan and another analyst that has watched a fair bit of Reading and he, he kind of has a similar opinion. They don't really manage to to impose themselves on, on anything. It's a, it's a 4-2-3-1 that doesn't really kind of allow them too much freedom in forward areas. And they're just kind of a quite a basic offensive outfit, really. I don't think they were too much of a threat. Uh, their goal came from a set piece, which is something kind of of note, something worth worth mentioning about Birmingham too, actually, is that, that defending of set pieces, I thought, contrast to how, how they were from offensive set pieces, which I'll get to in a second, I thought they were a little bit weak there. Um, Etheridge came and he kind of flapped for the ball and it ended up leading to a goal, his, his kind of mistake. But it wasn't just that, it was the three or so players that were that unmarked for Reading in that box and none of them ended up getting on the ball, but the goal came about regardless. And you do worry for, for Birmingham in those situations that if you get a good ball into the box and they're not quite confident in their, in the men they're maybe picking up and it wasn't a zonal system, it was a, it was a man marking kind of, it looked to me like a man marking. So it's surprising they were, they were left so free. So that might have been a communication issue. It might have been an instruction issue. His first game in charge, maybe there was some some lack of or unclear instructions there, but it, it was something that, that did end up costing them. 
Um, but then when it comes to you know offensive set pieces, they are dangerous. Uh, Harley Dean scored from a from an offensive set piece, which you know was the winner for for Birmingham. And as I touched on earlier, you know they haven't got a ton of goals from open play. A lot of that threat comes from those set pieces. And again, something we've got to be concerned about because we've 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 improved in some areas in defending set pieces. But on the other hand, there are occasions we've not looked the strongest. Um, I didn't see anything particularly in terms of routines. Um, it wasn't a, you know, a really off the training ground sort of smart move. It was a, just a very consistently good delivery from Halilovic throughout the night. His left foot from those from those corners, particularly from the right hand side, which is where the Harley Dean goal came from, is very very dangerous. And it's one that we've got to be dealing with from you know as soon as the ball gets in the box, you've, you've got to be trying to clear it. And it's actually a situation where the ball's kind of bouncing around a little bit, and players are out of position and ends up going in uh, from a good header from Harley Dean. So they've got threat there. Uh, we we have to be quite proactive, I think, in those situations. And I mean, I, I know it's obviously at all times you want to avoid give, giving the ball out for a corner as much as possible. But I think in games like this, particularly, uh, especially in those early stages, it's kind of vital that we do so. Um, so yeah, they're kind of the main the main kind of takeaways from that from that Birmingham game. I don't think there's there's not too much there's not too much extra to really kind of come away from uh, from this game with. I think it's if not the most at the moment. Obviously, it's very early days for Boya. It's not the most sophisticated um, of systems or, you know, there's nothing too stand out uh, from Birmingham. It's just very kind of basic, but effective. And that they have got the personnel to, to play that way. And they have got the, they've got a good delivery from the right, especially in Halilovic. They've got the, the two forwards that are able to occupy defenders and be aggressive. And as I said, I think the main thing for me is that energy and aggression we saw from kickoff in the Birmingham Reading game. That's something that we've got to be quite, quite open to and, and being quick to get on top of because if we let that happen if we get behind early then we, we have got some issues and I think that's where they'll, they'll look I think the first 10-15 minutes are going to be absolutely vital for us and as the game goes on I'd be quite confident for us to be able to, to start to take control as long as we can avoid that trap um, and yeah that's that's kind of the main things uh, I want to take away from that um, if anyone has any questions or anything you want to discuss in particular uh, about Birmingham or Reading for that matter there's a few more a few more points from Reading which I've, I've taken down which I'm probably going to discuss a little bit on Twitter as time goes on um, but yeah uh, please feel free to get in contact tweet me DM me uh, comment anything I'm talking about and uh, it'd be good to uh, talk to you guys again um, so that's just a short little mini opposition preview something we might do a little bit more of in the future uh, obviously it's just talking about one game under league so it's kind of a little bit of a limited sample size here I just want to kind of give you a little mini uh, preview to what we might expect on Saturday and uh, hopefully hopefully we'll come away with those three points and in what seems to be now you know every game increasing is more and more important um, so yeah thanks for listening I'm Jordan Weimer at Watford Analytics this is the Watford Buzz podcast and until next time thank you and goodbye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.